My name is Errol Corker, and I'm the founder and the CEO of the AB Corporate Foundation for Mental Health. Welcome to our podcast series, Brain Goods Mental Health Moments. Our topic today is avoiding the stress and anxiety associated with holiday spending and budgeting. Our guest is Andy Sager. Andy is a private wealth advisor at BMO Private Bank. He is going to discuss the strategies for budgeting to help reduce stress associated with holiday spending. So thank you so much for joining us and uh, welcome uh, Andy. Here he is. Hi good, hi, good afternoon. Today what I'd like to focus on is just give eight simple ways to con take control of your holiday spending to try to take as much stress out of it as possible. And just a quick background on who I am. I am a private wealth advisor for BMO Wealth Management. I'm a financial planner. So what I do for clients every day is financial planning and helping them with their plans, making sure that they are able to reach their goals, whether it's uh, saving for a house or saving for retirement, saving for kids college or getting their spending in check. That's a, that's a big thing we help a lot of clients with, especially this time of the year as we get into the holidays year end is taking a look at their budget and helping them understand how everything fits together. So I'm going to uh, talk through some eight simple ways to control your holiday spending and try to help you answer questions at the end. So if you're like most Americans, uh, you're probably gonna open up your wallet a lot this month to buy winter holiday gifts for family and friends. If you're like my family uh, and you have a lot of individuals that you need to buy gifts for, it's it, it can be very stressful. I have my significant other, Carlene, and I have five kids and I have three siblings, six nieces and nephews. You know, we have mom and dad, father-in-law, mother-in-law. So there's a lot of people that that we we certainly look to buy gifts for. So it's, it, the expenses start to add up. And if you look at 2019, according to the National Retail Federation, the average consumer spent a little over $1,000 just on gifts. And when you think about holiday season, gifts aren't the only expense. You have to add on holiday decorations, special meal ingredients, festive outing costs, party supplies, traveling. Maybe we won't, we won't be doing as much traveling this year because of COVID, so that could be an expense that we don't have this year, but things start to add up quickly. So how do we, how do we keep things in check? And how do we make sure that we're not dipping into our other uh, buckets of financial goals? And talking a little bit about my family, I'm, I'm going to be thinking a little extra about how much I spent on holidays this year because we are looking to put a deck on our house and that's a, a, a big expense. So I need to take a look at my personal finances and decide, all right, we have this, this, this goal out there of building this deck and I have a savings account. How much can I afford to dip into for holiday season knowing this is a big spend year of putting money into the deck. So I'm sure a lot of you are like that as well, where you have, certain expenses out there that you want to save for. And in order to accomplish those goals, you need to make sure you keep your holiday spending in check. So let's talk a little bit about how we can control those that spending and figure out how much we are going to spend this year. The, the first, the first uh, way to do this is take a look at 
how much do you spend on your holiday expenses last year? That's sometimes a tough one to figure out. My recommendation is go back, take a look at last year's credit card statements, last year's bank's statements and figure out what did you spend? And again, add up all those categories we talked about, not only gifts, but travel expenses, meals, and maybe if you threw a special party, how much you spent there and get a, get a gauge for what were my expenses. These numbers will give you a good starting point for deciding how much to spend this year and how does that fit in? Was that, is that a number that's, that's attainable? Did you spend too much? Did you feel you could spend a little bit more? And it's, it's not, don't feel like you're, you're Scrooge if you can't afford to spend that much this year. You need to take a look at your budget and figure out how much can I spend in comparison to that last year. And what we usually find out is we are a little blown away by the amount we spend each year. And that's a really good guide is going back at those old statements and taking a look at the number and then working with it into this year. Then when you have an overall budget, find creative ways to stay within your spending range so you don't have to stress out about it as much. And a smart goal is really to spend only as much as you can afford without dipping into your emergency spending, your emergency savings. And what does emergency savings mean? It's typically money that you have set aside for emergencies in case you were to lose a job. You want to typically have six to 12 months of emergency money set aside. And that's money that you don't want to dip into for holiday spending if you don't have to, because you need that there in case you're going to do a financial crunch. And if you are using credit cards don't use credit cards and and think about it as you're not spending you 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 do need to pay off those credit card balances in full because you don't want to put money on the credit card and then go into the new year with a debt hangover it's just not fun so make sure if you're using credit cards you're very cognizant of what you're spending so you can pay that off once you settle on how much you'll spend then make a detailed list of expected holiday expenses and you want to make sure you assign a dollar amount to each of them when you are doing that. And once you have a dollar amount assigned to each item, you know, think about how much I'm spending on, on a tree, how much I'm spending on party budget, how much am I spending on gifts? Take a look at that gift list and decide how much you want to spend on each person. And then you will, can start to tweak your spending targets until your total matches your holiday budget. That's very, very important is make sure you stay in line. And as you spend, keep track of it and figure out, did I spend too much there? Do I need to cut somewhere else and keep tabs on your totals? And creating a budget is a great start, but stick to it. And, and as you're shopping, you want to make sure you're following through. So revisit your spending amounts as you go. And you might spend a little bit more than than expected on a certain item that you did last year. But if you do that, a good trade-off might be to spend less somewhere else. Maybe it's you spend less on a coworker or you spend less, uh, maybe you're not traveling this year, so you spend, spend less there. But being flexible helps keep your spending on track. Then you want to go and, and you want to set some limits. One easy option is to maybe pick names instead of buying gifts for everyone. Uh, in my family, what we do, um, my siblings and I decided 
that we're not going to buy gifts for each other this year. And for nieces and nephews and kids, um, we are going to pick names for, for nieces and nephews. And that way we're only spending on one, one child and not spending anything on adults. So that's been a good uh, solution for us in our family as there's a few members that have been financially impacted by COVID this year. So that takes the stress away from them feeling they have to spend money on siblings or on nieces and nephews. We also decided that instead of the money that we're spending on each other, if there is extra money, we are going to be giving to charity. Instead, we understand all the organizations out there that have really been impacted this year because of COVID. They need money more than we do. So we're going to set aside the gifts and put money in a pot and give to our charities that are close, close to our hearts. And chances are that, you know, most people are going to jump at that opportunity if you bring it up and uh, feel good about that. But it's important for someone to step up and come up with that recommendation for the family. And for, for name picking, um, you know, it's just there's different websites out there if you want to take a look at them that can help with that process to take the work out of it. If there's a lot of members in the family you're picking names with, just Google out. I think there's a site called Elfster and name drawing that would really help with that. So agree on a, I would also, if you are going to be buying gifts for individuals, agree on a, a maximum dollar amount each person's going to spend. When uh, we talk about in my family buying that one present for a niece or nephew, we're putting a limit on that of, you know, maybe it's $25, maybe it's $50 that way. When you're at the store shopping for that special person in the family, you don't feel the stress of how much should I spend here? And you know everybody else is spending a similar amount of money. And then also when you think about shopping for your significant other or, or, or children, put a, put a limit on, on, on how many gifts you're going to buy for your kids or your significant other. Maybe that's a three gift maximum for kids uh, or maybe like my significant other and I talked about this year because we do have this big deck project going. We, we decided let's not buy gifts for each other. At the end of the day, for your significant other, I think it is important that you do still buy something or do something special, right? You don't have to spend a lot of money, but maybe it's an experience. Maybe it's taking a weekend getaway at a, at a low cost option or, or just giving a really special card, but at least do something, but maybe just don't spend as much on each other as you normally would if you're in a financial crunch in 2020. And one of the traps that I've found myself getting caught up in, and I'm sure a lot of people do, is, is buying gifts for yourself. Try to avoid self-shopping during holiday season. It's, it's really easy when you jump on Amazon buying for other individuals to something pops up because there's algorithms out there on, in the Internet that they know us, they follow us. They know what we like and stuff starts popping up, whether it's on Facebook or Amazon. And it's really easy to get caught up in, oh, that would be fun to buy for myself. Try to resist that temptation and not buy for yourself during the holiday season and wait. Maybe come January, you have some extra money and maybe that gift has been deeply discounted and you can go ahead and buy it at that point in time. Or you might decide come January that, you know what, I got caught up in the excitement of the holidays, I don't need that for myself anymore. Or if you do get caught up buying something for yourself and it, and it arrives in the mail, maybe think twice about that and say, I should probably return that. I don't need this. 
I'm going to have that ex take that extra money and spend on others or give to charity. Then there's when you're online shopping, which most people will probably be doing in 2020, it's uh, seems to be the trend in going to stores just is, isn't as safe as it used to be. Um, since we are online so much, some retailers hopefully aren't going to trick us and have the lowest, they might not always have the lowest price listed when something pops up on your, on your screen. You want to make sure that you are searching around and finding the low, lowest advertised prices because as I mentioned, these retailers have access to our browsing history and start popping things up of interest on our websites and they may, might not be the best deal. So search different online saving sites like um, there's a couple websites out there, Retail, Me Not, or Rakuten, which is formerly Ebates, that they could, they'll give you coupon codes or rebates for thousands of online retailers. So just do a lot of searching, price comparison, and make sure you are getting the best deal out there without just the first thing that pops on your screen. I know it's easy for me when I'm on Amazon and I'm, I'm, I'm shopping and things just start popping. You may be interested in this. You may be interested in this. It's really easy to start filling up that cart without even looking at, is that the lowest price out there right now? Or should I be doing some more searching? When it comes to shipping costs, it's sometimes really easy to get caught up in paying for shipping, especially if we wait to the last minute in buying our, our gifts. Uh, sometimes I get caught up in that where I get really busy with life and before I know it, it's it's two days before Christmas and I need to buy for a few more people. So I have to do the, the rush shipping. Try not to get caught up in it. Start looking now, you know, start looking at gifts, gifts right now. And even though it seems really early that the season will be here before we know it. Um, I've got a kind of a funny story here. Our daughter Layla got on our Amazon a few days ago and just started putting things in the cart, somehow got through all the prompts and purchased a bunch of gifts for herself. So we got in the mail about eight different presents um, the other day. And <laughs> so we already have her shopping done now. We told her, you're not getting those gifts now your shopping is done and we're returning some of that. But it got me thinking, well, it's time to start shopping. Let's get ahead of this. Give some time for shipping, get the free shipping. If you are a member of Amazon Prime, sometimes it's worth it to pay for that or get the free service for a week to get that free shipping. But don't get caught up in paying a lot for shipping if you don't have to. And then when it comes down to, we talked about this earlier, if you are if you are buying gifts, it's okay to use credit cards because you can get credit card points or cashback rewards. Take a look at any credit cards that you've had or, or any of the uh, you know, cashback options out there and see, it. do you have money from prior purchases that you can, you can use towards gifts? Are there any retailers out there offering special discounts for you know, buying from you know, multiple different gifts from that same retailer? But if you are using that credit card, make sure that you are paying that off shortly thereafter. But take advantage of the, the, the points or the cash back and use that for future purchases. So with a little pre-planning and creative thinking, the holidays don't need to break the bank. And if you have a little holiday budget money left at the end of the year, 
certainly feel free to maybe give yourself that that special gift or your significant other that special gift. Or my recommendation is use the funds to pay down debt or contribute towards the next important important financial goal because as we know, life is expensive and there's always going to be uh, an expense that pops up, whether it's something with the home, something with you, with your family, something with your car, uh, uh, or needing to pay for college in the future, needing to pay down debt. Really focus on taking any extra money that you didn't spend in your budget and put it towards an important goal or invest it if you can. Well, Andy, this was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I, I, I really, really appreciate it. Uh, and, um, and I hope that uh, uh, the message comes loud and clear that you can have a stressless holiday spending uh, by budgeting and, and by sticking to the budget. Uh, and remember that the gift of time is most precious for all of us. Uh, so thank you, Andy, so much. And thanks for all of you who watched, who have who joined us and uh, uh, and also remember us in your gift giving as we move forward, uh, abcorporatefoundation.org. We appreciate it so we can continue to provide those programs to you and have a wonderful holiday season. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you everyone for joining us on this podcast. I hope that you've enjoyed it. Go to abkf.org and support us so we can continue on with our mission. Thank you again.